I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. Wow, we are already like in the middle of September. What'd you call it? Sextember? Sextember. Happy Sextember, everyone. It's shameless Sextember. Ooh, it's my favorite month other than anal August. I know. We I think we love all the months. Yeah, it's true. Because you can always have fun, playful, uh, insightful sex in all the months. Can you, you believe this year is almost over? I know. Summer's gone. Summer's wah, wah. almost gone. But it, it, it's been thunderstorming today. We're recording on a Saturday, which is weird because we do the intro separately and we were going to go to the beach after this and yeah. now we're like uh, uh there's thunder and but and, now the sun's out well and if anyone knows about california weather santa cruz is typically they don't get thunderstorms we no. don't ever really have thunderstorms it's a rarity it's like okay, twice in the winter maybe and I, and that's also rare so thunder makes me feel like i'm back home in the midwest does it give you the thunder down under yeah a little bit Ooh, yeah. I don't, is that farts <laughs> and that's that australian that yeah. that australian chippendale yes thing, i went once uh, did you oh, yeah and I, you know honestly for me seeing men penis owning folks dance they, they don't get full nakeds there but i like it's it's hot and interesting but it's more funny to me it's not like oh my god so sexy are they wearing like g-strings they'll get down to like yeah some chonies but it's more so like their abs and their dance moves and stuff and i don't know about you like i mean I, when i see ladies dancing i'm like wow your body is just like so gorgeous the way it moves yeah like, and, but for men i'm like this is just kind of funny so i'd much prefer going to the strip club that has a bunch of women dancing yeah. than me too and i'm just super straight Right, exactly. Yeah. It is just, and I I love going to a strip club, and but then, I've never it, been to the Thunder Donner. I have been to a male strip club when I was eighteen. I had a fake ID. Was do- their dog hanging out? Yeah, and then my isn't that just kind of funny? I love my, I love dog. It's kind of funny. It was super weird. They, and my sister it was for her bachelorette party for her first marriage, and they paid for me to get because they were all ten years older than me. They were all in their late twenties, yeah. and they paid for me to get a lap dance, and I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, what in the actual ah, fuck do I do? Yeah. And the guy was like sweaty and like put his like body on my face and like my makeup was all smeared. I was like, I want to leave. Oh my God. I, we, we'll move on. But just remember when we went to Amsterdam yeah. and we have oh, a certain yeah. special friend who we bought a lap dance for, but for him, but he, one, he's not into lap dances at all. And two, uh, in Amsterdam, you can actually like touch ass and titties. Yeah. And he was like, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. Which is, I mean, he, he, yeah, good for him. It but was very intimate in Amsterdam too. It was like not that many there weren't that many people we were in the small room and then yeah. we were in this small room and it was just like five people and yeah. that was our group was four so yeah. he was not a stripper. <laughs> yeah like, this is what He's do we like, do i prefer connection over just touching titties um which do you, yeah which do you want not... me to buy you dinner you want to go yeah. out to dinner what's your name what's your name okay anyways <laughs> okay special announcement everyone 
Who wants free stuff? Free goodies. Please. I do. I do. I do. Me. Me. Okay. Yay. You can have all the goodies, yes. Chip. But this is so we have a couple offerings for you to get some free stuff. Number one, uh, if you go to our website, shamelesssex.com, all you have to do is sign up for a newsletter, meaning you just enter an email address and you instantly get our 60 plus creative tips on how to spice up your sex life. They pop up right away. The link to pop to pops up right away for you to to get these to implement into your life. Um, so if you have not done that already, please do that because we want to stay connected with you, but we also want to give you these goodies. I want to say one thing too. We did just send out like three consecutive newsletters, but we usually send out maybe one a week, one every other week. Yeah. And it's, uh, but we were promoting our book because it's really important. Our yeah. book, we want to pre-sell copies because it's amazing and more people will find shameless sex tell me about the free things you get if you pre-order the book Ooh, if you pre-order the book yes. before its release date because it doesn't come out until november 14th technically 2023 you will get and you have to pre-order the hard cover yes the hard cover. the hard cover if you pre-order the ebook or audible book you will not get this free gift only the hard cover you will get a workshop that amy and i spent a lot of time on it's beautifully shot and it's tips on how to it's like giving and receiving but it's how to basically spice up your sex life yeah pamper your partner and thirst trap because april and i wear in lingerie i'm just gonna say that I say thirst, thirst, trap. thirst trap it's a thirst trap because we're in lingerie teaching i love <laughs> but that. it's also informative playful entertaining it's exclusive to people that pre-order our book like you, you otherwise you can't find it anywhere else right so can you say go. grab a straw we got a thirst trap for yeah you. Gra grab your straws grab your <laughs> straws yeah please and this really helps us if you go pre-order our book it helps our numbers uh, if you love shameless sex please go do this and you get this workshop and you just go to shameless sex and you'll a see link. a picture of our yeah. book. Yeah, you click it and it'll lead you to a site where you can buy our book. Then send us a yeah, email a, us. Yeah, email us just a screenshot of it at info at shameless yep. sex and of your purchase, and you will get that going. And then we also have some freebies go coming up, which all, all happens quite often actually on our uh, Instagram. But if you go to our Instagram, if you're already not subscribed, please go and become our a friend. Follow us. Follow us. Follow, right? us, follow yeah, us. Follow us. And um, because in the next couple of weeks, we're giving away some Aneros products for free and the contest is very easy to enter. Uh, so please go. It's Shameless Sex Podcast, right? Yeah. All of our handles on socials ended up being Shameless Sex Podcast, That's which easy. is awesome. Can't forget that. Super easy. We're on TikTok. We're on kind of on Facebook sometimes, yeah. but mostly on TikTok and IG. So check us out and go get some free things. We could be funny. Yeah. I think I'm funny. I think you're really funny. Sometimes you're the funniest. Are you ready for a question funny? Yeah. I only read the first couple of words, so I'm ready. All right. I am an officer in the U S army and I have been away from my family for a year and will be going away again for a deployment into 2024. Every time I come home, it usually takes a few weeks for my wife and I to get back into our sexual life rhythm. What would you recommend for long-distance relationships, especially when communication is not the most reliable? Also, I just heard about your Costa Rican trip or retreat and would have loved to be able to do that before I leave again. Uh, I like that he said that because our retreat is only for vulva owners. So although... Do we have another person with a penis ask too about if... I actually now I'm like, does he have a penis? Is there, sorry, this person have a penis? So oh, I don't know. Actually, but there yeah. was a penis owner that emailed us, yeah. asking if we we're going to do a retreat in the future, where for couples or for penis owners as well. Because yeah. right now this one's only for people that identify as you know a woman. Yeah, woman, woman. Yeah, we are. So our intention is to offer a retreat where anyone and everyone can come, regardless of gender. And this is our first round doing this in another country, so we wanted to make it a little bit more easier on our systems to try to organize and see how that goes and then the future we'd like to open up but it's just 
easier to do with Volvo owners or um, women. Because it's also identified. very small. It's an intimate retreat. It's like this, 17 this, of us. Right. And, 16. And, we, and, and one of them is with Kristen from Fun Factory yeah. and uh, as one of the educators. Yeah. So it's going to be awesome. But this is our, our first go. So we want to nail it, which yeah. I think we are. Yeah. And that being said, with the retreat, we unexpectedly had one opening. Yep. Uh, and obviously it's the most coveted one, meaning the one that people wanted that yes, sold out the soon, the quickest. That sold out first yeah. and it was unexpected. And so this spot is open right now, but it's, we have some people on the wait list. So if you want this, it's first come first serve. You need to actually uh, sign up right now, go to our website and uh, it will give you, you can go to the, we travel site. You can click on the, the link that will lead you to all of the information. See what you get with the retreat, 3,500 bucks, but it's, Jam packed. The villa is incredible. Yeah, Amy. Amy sent it to me when we were when we were first trying to figure out what we wanted to do. I and you came here. across that, yeah. and you're like, "This is up to your standards. This is oh amazing. It looks amazing. Right and on right on the beach with those own little chef, jungle. Yeah, chef, beach, and so this jungle. this room, by the way, as April said, go to our website and then scroll down. You'll see the the video on it. And, uh, we'll show you more, give you more information and where to click through. But it's thirty five hundred dollars. You get your own queen bed in a shared room. It has a balcony with an ocean view. Food is included. Yeah. It's it's all the things. So yes. go check it out. Just not airfare, but everything else is included. Travel, airport transfer, all of it. So check it out. So the person writing this question, so I'm assuming that you have a penis because I am realizing I didn't see that. And so, okay, long distance relationships. We had a whole episode about this. Episode 147 It's called How to Master Long Distance, distance Relationships. And um, the speaker, I, I think it's is it Ada or Ida Mandalay? Yeah, I'm, I, I don't, can't. I can't. It's been remember. a while, um, and they talk about all kinds of tips and tricks and techniques on how you can do long distance. And your long distance situation is a little more challenging because I'm assuming that there's these times when you can't pick up the phone, you don't have Wi-Fi because you know you're overseas and you're an officer in the Navy or the Army. Sorry. And so there are other ways that you can do long distance. And I think one thing that came to me, and we'll talk about sex toys too, but is uh, the things you can do before you leave to nourish the space when you're gone or you're apart from each other. And like one thing, smell my chonies. Yes, but, whenever you can. But you sad. leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, leave behind your. If you're into juicy chonies, leave behind juicy chonies, or leave some sort of gift like a life-size teddy bear or something, and like Aww. snuggle. That's not necessarily related to sex, but you know, snuggle this and think of me. That's and what like, I'd leave you, Amy. Oh, maybe put my your, life-size humping teddy bear. Just yes, Barry. <laughs> I wish I could find her. Bait with Barry. And uh but you could also put your scent on these things. Mm -hmm. You know, is it your deodorant? Is it your cologne or your perfume? Is it your pussy juice or your cock juice? <laughs> have a, have the pillowcase where you sleep. Just don't yeah. wash this until I come home. Well, you know, like smell when you wear a, a shirt that you're you know, if you love your partner's smell and they wear a shirt all day, that shirt holds a smell for a long time. And they, you can totally snuggle with that. I love that. I love smelling my partner's shirts because I love his smell. Yeah. And even the BO, you're like, I like even that. the BO. Yeah. And and also like the scent that yeah. uh, I don't know. There is something to that. Not yeah. his chonies per se, but his shirt. I don't know. Have you something. tried the chonies yet? <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know. I wash those. I like doing laundry and I wash them and I'm like, hmm. What about this one? I think you would like this, April, because you like when people write you cards and letters. So before, so say it for this person and their partner, they both do this before um, the part he, he, I'm assuming you say he, he leaves uh, for the Navy. What if they both write like various letters or even just simple notes with like one sentence and it could be sexual erotic. Like I want you to do this right now. Or I just know that I'm thinking about your pussy. Or like or day cock. one that you're gone. Day but two. 
yeah, or, or weekly. It says it's, the days, so they yeah. they they um they seal it like and it tells you when you can read it. Oh, that's so it's cute. like oh, on this day and on then a week later and a week later, and you can't open it until then. And they all, it can also like say nice sealed things. envelopes yeah. that you can lay like have stacked and yeah. like week one. Yeah, and they just they write for each other. They send each other off, but you, mm. it's not like you have to hide them places. You can you see the date when you can read you could it. Have them stacked or yeah. something even, or not even sealed envelopes. You could just do post its that are yeah that are layered. You don't, I love you don't that. put too much thought into it. Could be simple things like just one sentence or even a word and then also could be like a whole paragraph about something i really i love handwritten cards invitations not that are necessarily but mailed when you yeah. receive something in the mail and so for this person that is going to be on deployment again i think like if you're able to write your partner that's at home i think that's amazing and amazing connective way to let them know what's go like going on or just how you're feeling or how you miss them or and carry a, a photo of them like the old like the old days when you see yeah. the old movies like the notebook where they're you know out in in the in the world and and they haven't been home in a while and it's raining and they look at the photo and they're like i miss you i have an idea about the photo too what if you take a updated photo of the two of you like you have sex and then you're in the afterglow and Ooh. you take a snapshot of it and then you have that printed and then you could look at that later and really like relish in that moment but print it is key because yeah. if you can't you won't yeah, no, have a yeah. device print it. you have to print it and pr print it little so you can put yeah. it in your pocket and even if it gets uh, damaged yeah. a little bit or wrinkled it's okay or wallet or yeah, yeah whatever you have i don't know if, if you're in your in your military garb if you can yeah. have a wallet but you can put it in you can put a little a little photo yeah. of your family. I think that's nice. These are always like t things that you can do ahead of time. Right. I'm sure that episode 147 has some other tips and tricks of and what you can do ahead of time. They have time. The deployment's not until 2024. So you have time yeah. to think about these things. I think it, the intention is really important. And I think that is one way. And it's it, sometimes the intention, even though it's not sexy, it's more love or it's, ori it's oriented in how much you care for the person. I think that is almost going to amplify your sexual life when you return and you're together again because they can your wife can see how much you care about your, her and and also if she's able to reach you while you're uh, out there in, in the world doing your work thank you for your service uh then that's also awesome too if you can get letters then yeah. um she can return the the act of love yeah. and maybe tell you all the sexy things she's learning on shameless sex while yeah. you're gone. And then, so coming to the sex toy piece, I realize this will be hard because you might not have the ability to log on to Wi-Fi or to, you know, make a phone call because there are some, we'll still talk about the Bluetooth toys that are available, uh, but there are toys that you can use. It's not just a remote across the room. You can use it in another state or country and vibrate your partner from afar, but you do need to have Wi-Fi to do that. Right. And you can, there's uh, toys that connect. You can use a penis toy like Hot Octopus makes the Solo Interactive if you're a penis owner. And then they make Kiru, um, which we have a partner with that product. Uh, the, they make the technology, the kind of the interactive technology piece. It also pairs with a lot of content uh, porn. So they have like 4,000 different videos. So if you want to use it on your own as well, if your partner's unavailable. Um, but if you have a vulva owning partner or a penis owning partner, they can buy a toy that uh, like an external toy. If they like clitoral stimulation, an internal toy, and it will mimic uh, what the products are doing together. Yeah. And then there's video. You can use, download that free app. And then there's video um, like where you can share your experience together. Like the video will turn on. It's like a self, yeah. what is it? Self, selfie, but video uh -huh. if you want. 
You don't yeah. have to. And that is any Kiru Tech toy. If you just have this specific code, it will link up. So that is a really smart way. Uh, Weavibe also makes yeah. toys. Oh My Bod makes yeah. toys that Weavibe and Oh My Bod have yep. a, a bunch of, you want to look do. for Bluetooth. You'll see it on yeah. when you look up the toy, it'll say Bluetooth technology. And that means that you can use it through an app anywhere. It doesn't, you don't have to be in the same room as someone. So yeah, Oh My Bod is, is it, it's O-M-I Bod? Yeah. O and B-O-D. then M-I Bod. Yeah. Yep. And then Weavibe, we dash vibe they make all kinds of toys for volvo owners primarily um, and april's talking about how octopus has the penis only toy you can get all these at purepleasureshop.com you get you get 15 percent off a coupon code shameless sex uh, another thing though april what do you think about this one hmm. what if so what if they don't have wi-fi and they have sex toys and i don't know if he he can bring a sex toy overseas this but, person but i mean use your hand yeah this person use your hands if you can't bring sex toys with you but the person at home maybe uses, has a sex toy what if you kept a daily log of when I baited to you. Like I use my toy and I fantasize about you. And then after I write a little like one sentence or paragraph journal entry, about what that was like. And so that when you come together or maybe later you could send that somehow in an email or something you could send like emails too. You can email these different messages about your experience of what you're like thinking about you and just had this masturbation session. And here's what happened. And I came all over myself and I can't wait to come all over you. You I'm wondering how easy it is if you're deployed, to masturbate like if you have private or if you I don't know I don't yeah, know how it works I don't probably know. depends on it where probably depends yeah, right know. like is there a bathroom time or yeah. I don't know <laughs> private maybe, time I don't know if they shame people for masturbating for yeah because definitely not consensual to bait just like openly in the barracks any, anyone uh yeah i feel like i feel like baiting would help lots of people in stressful situations right so like that. shower but are the showers open i think it probably depends yeah so yes if if, if you can have find space feel, to bait. yes if you feel yeah. that it's uh, a the, the right space then that is a great idea well if you can't also, bait, maybe you could also thoughts. Like, yeah like i just thought about you yeah and i am so turned on and you could lo- log that in a journal like bring a little yeah. moleskin you know yeah. tiny Bullskit and log those moments because you could go back when you get back home and read those things to your partner. It'll probably and fast forward the connection sweet. time. We're like, oh yeah, here's here's like the backlog yeah. of how much I've been September connected to you from afar. Ninth, twenty twenty three. Still lost at sea, uh, but yes, I, I had, had a, a good bait really session. hard day. But I just you kept, me. or even romantic. Yeah, romance doesn't have to all be about sex. No, yeah. or just like how much. Yeah, I I think that's really sweet. I yeah. think all of the the intention is so key here and i think that's one thing that people lose sight of because sex a lot of times when it's intentional especially if you're with a partner it it feels you feel honored you can Mm. feel more honored or uh, if they think about you and the things that you love and and when they're away i think that's really cool long distance can be hard so yeah and it's like setting setting time to be intentional like if you're super focused on whatever needs to be focused on your surroundings focus on that but if you have these little gaps in time where you can call in five minutes ten minutes an hour to just be connected with the partner even if they're not there you there's so much you can do within that space with yourself and and maybe they can't feel at that moment but you can share it later and having logging it i think would be really helpful oh anytime i look at this star yeah at night that's actually really sweet although every time i see a smoking hot babe yeah i think of you (laughs) the funny thing is i did that with my ex-husband about uh not that smoking hot babe but the stars and then and I realized because at the time I was like, you're in Israel. I'm in California. The stars are at a different time. Yeah. However, it's still connectivity. Yeah, it's still, yeah. It still feels like you're, you're oh, sharing something. Well, yeah. Right. So that's also one. I like, I like this question.
question. Yeah. And hopefully you can go to our next retreat, um, which we don't know when it will be yet. Let's execute this first one. And uh, thank you for that Execution. question. And again, thank you for, for serving in the army or if you're in the military in general, that is uh, an amazing thing. And we appreciate you. So. Bio. Bio. Dan and Lacey are podcasters and social media influencers who look to shed a positive light on the underground world of swinging, push back against the negative stigmas associated with the lifestyle, and give an insider's perspective on what it's like to be a consensual, non monogamous couple in the 21st century. To learn more, go to theswingnation.net. All right, everyone, it is interview time, and we are here with Lacey and Dan of the Swing Nation, uh, and they are also podcasters, and we love recording with other podcasters, one, because everyone knows how to do this really well, <laughs> going on podcasts, um, and they're also in the sexuality field. Uh, I've listened to their podcast and absolutely love it, uh, and I'll talk about one of the episodes I listened to in a little bit, because it was fucking awesome um, so anyways uh but we are so happy to have you, you all here and our listeners already learned a little bit about you in the bio uh we usually start with the question of tell us how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality but i'm going to go with a different angle first for this one because we're talking about uh the lifestyle you know this mm -hmm. is so I, swinging i believe the lifestyle aka swinging yes. uh can you define what this is for our listeners Oh man, it's it's kind of a loaded question. So I think it if you is. if you asked a hundred people what is the lifestyle or what is swinging, um, you'd you'd get a hundred different answers, uh, truthfully. But um, in the general scope of it, it's just couples that engage in sexual acts with with other couples. That's that's the, the broad stroke. Now there's a thousand different ways to do that, and uh, people argue about some of the semantics of that. But but broadly, it's people that engage with sex um, outside of their primary relationship. I think that's a great definition. So, and yeah. so it's not so it's is it non-monogamy though? Like it's, yeah. it is. So it's a part yeah. of non-monogamy. It is a form of non-monogamy. Right. Okay. So if you you know, the lifestyle or swinging and you you know it's it's different than polyamory and it might be different than, you know, uh an there's, open, there's many others. Yeah. yeah, an open relationship. There's there's several subcategories of non-monogamy, but swinging or the lifestyle is just one of those subcategories. And just one more question about this, because I know April has a question, but so is it so to be a swinger in the lifestyle is are you are is it only couples like as are all people part are in some sort of couple or are there single swingers? There are single swingers. Yeah. yeah. So um, females, they call unicorns Ooh. and they call them that because they're they're rare and hard to find. And some yeah. people don't even know if they really exist, uh, but they do. We've, we've met a few. Uh, but uh, and then single males generally are referred to as bulls, but you might hear other terms like bluefish. Um, but uh, yeah, they're singles um, for on both sides in the lifestyle. Oh, a bluefish! I never heard that. One. I have never heard that one. And either. a dragon. You left that one. Oh, off. Dragon, oh dragon! I mean, there's there are all kinds of terms. <laughs> there's yeah. terms on terms. So a bull is generally a like more dominant, tends to be well endowed. That's kind of the the idea of a bull. And then a, a bluefish is just a normal dude who likes to play with couples and doesn't really have any inherent traits to him. And then um, the dragon thing is a bisexual male that, that plays with couples. Oh, got it. Ah, I like hearing I like, this stuff. I like the dragon. I think people have a lot of <laughs> notions and preconceived notions about the lifestyle and swinging. And sometimes those exist because there's not enough information. So I love that y'all are on the show and can inform all of our listeners and ourselves uh, because I'm learning about this dragon, which I love. Uh, <laughs> so for you two, how did you get into the lifestyle, the style of life that is swinging? 
So we each have individual stories because we met as a unicorn in bull. So we were not a couple when we started swinging. I was dating a guy and we had a very awesome sex life. And one night after we got done having sex, he was like, hey, there's this club in Nashville that you can go to and you can watch people have sex. And I was very much intrigued by that. I did not know it was a swingers club. I thought I was just going to go watch people. So we decided to go. I was just super into it. We went. We had decided before we got there that we really weren't going to do anything. We were just there to kind of watch. And I was super turned on and honestly wanted to participate, but he didn't want to. So we went home and just went back to our normal, like, dating life. We never really talked about it. We never decided to be swingers, anything like that. It was just kind of like a hot weekend away. But I kind of stored it in the back of my mind because I just thought that was really cool. And a few months later, we broke up for reasons that had nothing to do with that night. But I was at a place in life where I was just ready to have some hot sex. I didn't, I had been married and divorced. I had had a few long, like long-term relationships. And I just wanted to have sex with people, women and men. And I just wanted to have fun and not be attached to anyone. So I got online and just Googled swinging. Like, what do I do? And I came across a podcast. I don't know the name of it. And found out that there's websites, kind of like dating websites for swingers. I got on a website and like the rest is history. Because I was a unicorn, I was a single female. Everybody wanted me. It didn't really matter what I looked like. It just happens that I'm I'm cute, so I was very popular. But um, everybody started messaging me, and I just started having this hot, amazing sex. And that's I'll let him tell his story, and then we'll kind of go back to how we kind of cross paths. Yeah, so mine's very similar to Lacey. I was in a 13-year marriage at Monogamous, and uh, after that, I got divorced. I was kind of dating around, and I actually met a, a girl, and, and through conversation with her, it turned out that her and her ex-husband were swingers, and I was like, that's that's a real thing? Like, how do you... And, and she explained to me, like, yeah, it's all a real thing, and there's all these, you know, there's these websites where couples can meet other couples, and she's like, is that something you'd be interested in? And I was like, yeah, uh, I think so. Like, I'm open to all the things, right? Uh, and so we got on there and we met a couple, few couples. And just like Lacey, our relationship didn't last, you know, just and it had nothing to do with the swinging. It just, it just you know, we weren't very compatible in, in normal life. But after we broke up, I was like, this swing thing is pretty cool. And, and, and I, I stayed, I, I changed the profile that we had online from a, a couple's profile to a single's profile and started to meet some uh, people. And then eventually I was on a, a work trip and uh, a unicorn messaged me when I, and said, uh, hey, how are we the same age? And, uh in the same town and, and um, in the lifestyle and haven't connected. And I was like, well, I'm actually traveling for work, and that's probably why you don't know me already. But uh, if you'd like to get to know me, I'd be open to that. And uh, she showed up to my hotel room that night. And uh, long story short, we've been pretty much inseparable ever since then. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was five years ago. How long? Yeah. About five years and we've been married for it'll be three years in October. So oh, nice. So then and then so upon coming together, you already were in the lifestyle and now you came together as you're the unicorn and bull who were the single free free people. Mm-hmm. Oh bull Dan, I, I know what you're saying you you're packing in there. <laughs> oh, good for you. Uh, and and then obviously you're coming together and you can live you're living the lifestyle as in a partner. And now it's also a podcast and a bit a new part of a business for you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so, that's yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. So one one question I have for you that uh, I mean, 
I personally, when I hear you talking, I'm like, this sounds really fun already. I like, I swinging sounds like a great time. Um, and uh, and I've experimented with like monogamish world. I don't identify as a swinger, but more like monogamish stuff. But why do a lot of people enjoy swinging? Like, what does it do for them? How does it fulfill their their lives, their relationships? Like, what's exciting about it? Well, for me, I'm bisexual, so it allows me to have a partner have like what most people consider a traditional life, but yet I'm still able to explore that side of my sexuality. Um, I am just a sexual person in general. So not only do I get to enjoy women, but I get to enjoy men and do it together safely and consensual. Yeah, I think it's, you know, people don't like to talk about it or admit to it, uh, especially in public or online. Uh, but the truth is, you know, there's studies that have shown that there's many Americans that are interested in threesomes. I think threesomes are like the number one fantasy of Americans. And I don't, I don't remember the exact statistics, but something like 70 something percent of, of people in America admit yeah. that they'd, they'd like to have a threesome. And so this is a way to explore your fantasies and, and the things, all the things you think about or Google online when you think nobody's looking. Um, swingers are able to explore those things um, together. And we do it in a safe way. Um, we do it consensually with our partner. We discuss rules and boundaries. We talk about STDs, we use protection, we get tested, um, but we get to explore all those fantasies that I think everybody really has. And it's when you finally realize that there's a place that you can do that and a safe place to do that. And if you have those discussions with your partner, you can explore those things that you've always wanted to explore without getting divorced or being jealous or hating each other. Um, it's a pretty opening, uh, you know, eye-opening experience. And it, there's lots of positives to it. Um, and I think I think there is this stigma like that you talked about that surrounds that community. And that's kind of a big part of our platform is, hey, we just want to we just want to show you who we are. We just want to talk about this lifestyle. We just want to talk about what we do. And then, you you know, see it for what it really is. And then you can you can be the judge of what, you you know, if you think it's really that terrible or a horrible of a, a thing or if it's really kind of a cool way to explore your fantasies. I think swinging's probably evolved since the digital age, right? Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot more accessibility. And I remember hearing stories, and I don't, I don't, I can't recall from who or when. Uh, but the the key parties, I think maybe from the sixties yeah. and seventies, maybe. Yeah. And that was a lot of folks that that was sort of how they would recognize what swinging party parties are but for those folks that don't know number one are they still a thing these key parties and number two if you if you know anything about them can you talk about what a key party is well we've never been to a key party so if that answers your question <laughs> um but i'm down for a key party if i can hand pick who's there now Do it they might be still... a key fob party you just yeah. have yeah. thing. like who's key fob is still yeah um are they still a thing i'm sure they are i'm sure somewhere's you know some Somebody's doing that, but it is not a big thing. Like again, we've been very involved in the lifestyle, and we've never seen nor heard of one. So, again, I'm sure they're out there. I just don't know of them. Yeah. So, you know, to give the listeners a little perspective, so a key party is when a group, of, a bunch of couples, go to a house and everybody drops their keys in a bowl, and then the idea is that each couple pulls a, a key from the bowl, and whoever's key they pull is the person that they spend the night with. Um, and it's funny, we've talked to a lot of people who have been around the lifestyle, I mean, some of them 30, 40 years, and this key party thing, it doesn't seem like anybody has really ever been to one oh, or, 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 or participated in one. And it, right, and not to say that it... Urban legend. It doesn't yeah. happen. It probably just doesn't happen the way we think about it, right? Do you think like maybe media does that? So that right, could, I think yeah. it was probably in a movie once, or yeah. it probably you know some it got highlighted in some way, and then it just kind of took on its own form. Mm -hmm. Now, not to say it couldn't happen, right? But it's funny when we talk to older lifestyle people that have been around for 30, 40 years. 
you still get all the thing. The same is people talking about consent. People are talking about boundaries. People are talking about rules. So I don't think there was ever a time in the lifestyle or in the swinging community where people just showed up to a, a house, pulled a key, and had sex with random people. I don't think that ever happened. No, because consent is a huge deal in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about things like this. So I can't imagine that that was ever okay. Now, if I have a house party and I have five couples there that I'm a equally attracted to all five couples would i personally do that yes it sounds if, fun yeah. that yeah. sounds like a lot of fun but to go to like an open invitation party and do something like that i i would never participate in that yeah, yeah you don't want to go and i don't know if anybody the, ever did yeah, yeah you don't want to go pull the key and be like well i guess it reminds me of like back in the day like spin the bottle or seven yeah. minutes in heaven yeah. where you would get matched with someone that you maybe didn't want to go in the closet yeah. and make out with but that's what you ever ooh, you have to do it now and yeah so i get that because you used to open that up with lacy with with like if i'm attracted to them yeah but like and my, my guess is is because we have come a long way i'm gonna go women's rights everyone uh mm-hmm. you know girl power here my guess is that when key parties were a thing, it was more penis centric, more geared towards the men, and it didn't, yeah. probably didn't really matter as much as like what the women wanted or cared about, like Playboy Mansion days. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. probably the male gaze and and, right. and desire. And so now, where you are living, a lot of people living lifestyles more about consent. Like we have to really want to choose this, otherwise we're not going to do it. So yeah, that I think that's awesome. Well, you know, it'd be cool though if you're on one of the lifestyle party boats because I've heard mm-hmm. about these, like the cruises, yes. and yes. you have. Uh, all of your your room keys with like the room identify that could be <laughs> yeah. kind of fun but you have to still be into them you but don't want to just show yeah. up like, hey you have to be able, yeah you have to go in you you open the door yeah. of the room and you're like oh no thank you <laughs> yeah yeah. And now, we, ever, yeah we've been to parties where they call it a key party like several of the clubs have done this where when you walk in like girl gets a necklace that has like the key on or the lock, lock yeah. and then the males have a key and so throughout the night you go and check your key like the male checks their key to their to the women and it's more of an icebreaker right <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a social game you know what i mean yeah. they, they just want you to go around and talk to people and, and check your key and yeah see if so it that's works. about the closest thing to key parties we're getting at at this point so it, maybe, it might be like the first one that finds a match gets a prize or something like yeah, that but it, there's no like you have to have sex with the person you unlock you know? so i have just one quick question i, I don't know i if I've never asked this before because we've interviewed a few swingers. And so if you are not into someone that approaches you at one of these parties in general, and whether you're coupled or you're single, how, what's like a good way to give a rejection? Because it can be really hard to reject. It is. I know for me, I would be like, I feel bad. I don't want to so be. Yes, because yeah. I know myself and I'd be like, I, 100%. I, I, so yeah. is, there a, is, there a, is there a tactical way to do to do that? This actually would apply to just anyone in the dating world ever. Yes, right? correct. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I mean, the same way you would if you were a regular bar. I mean, I will say as a woman, I have had to learn to speak up because I really had never really put myself in situations or especially sexually where I wasn't attracted to somebody or didn't like if I was laying in a bed with you, it's because I wanted to have sex with you, you know. So I think in the lifestyle, I've had to learn to have a voice, and it, I, I really learned that. I can see growth just in the last few years, but I just try to treat people the way that I want to be treated a simple mm-hmm. no thank you, and no thank you is enough. You don't have to give an explanation, and I have to remind myself that because we want to, like, we want to say something, we want to be like, well, you're just not my type, or I'm not feeling it, or I started my period, like even though that's not true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you want to do that oh, because sorry. you, I <laughs> know, um, you want to treat them nice. You don't want to hurt their feelings, but you also 
don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're sleeping with someone that you're not into. So I guess that would be my advice. Just treat people the way you want to be treated. Time for a quick break so we can tell you about our carefully chosen sponsors. Please stay tuned and buy their products because we only tell you about what we love and what we truly believe in. And it helps keep this podcast free to you. Are you ready for the Unleashed Tour where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment? Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. What's up, shameless sex fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also... Let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's my happily ever after, Amy? Yeah, yeah, what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, Mm. Me too. Mm -hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the the book. book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful. Right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. You, you want, want hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> yeah, I also like a good, like, you know, if someone would hit on me and I'm not interested, I like, thank you so much for being interested in me. And also, no, thank you. Like, thank you yeah. and no, thank you. Right. It's a compliment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe they hit on me. You know, like whatever. Maybe that's like a shameful way. To, I would never. Yeah. And it's treat people and like it's that. mean and arrogant. Yeah. And like, but so instead, it's like, wow, thank you for the compliment. And I, no, thank you. I'm not interested. And you have a, I've been hit by like, a homeless person and been like, hey, thank, thank you. you so yeah. much for having the courage. And yeah. I, I'm partnered and th- we're on the street right now. And no, no. Yeah. yeah no, thank you. <laughs> But have a good yeah. day. Goodbye. Yes. And yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, just 
So, okay, so I have a question about, so for like the newbies who are listening, because because a lot of our listeners are monogamous people, actually mm-hmm. a lot of monogamous people, but like you said, threesome fantasies are really common. And by the way, everyone, you can have a threesome within a foursome. Um, and I actually, I'll, actually, I'm just going to talk about that right now. So this is okay. one thing I learned from the gangbang <laughs> episode <laughs> that you guys had. Um, and I don't know the number of the episode, but if you go to the Swing Nation podcast, there is an episode it's called like My First Gangbang, I think, mm-hmm. as Lacey's first gangbang. And <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Uh, for a while when you were talking, I was like, when are they going to get to the gangbang? And then you get the gangbang and see. And it was so cool to hear. I've never experienced a gangbang. I don't think April mm-hmm. has. Only in porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched them. But um, so what was really interesting to me there was... Uh, was that so like what you all were doing was uh, I think it was that every woman would take a turn I don't know what X amount of time and so there would be one two three four different men so one mm-hmm. guy is fucking her and then there's two cock one cock in one hand one cock in another hand and one cock in the mouth mm-hmm. and and this whole experience that you were having was so and then and then it would happen for X and then all the men would would take turns so like each man would have a different experience of being in a hand mouth or, or uh, in inside of a woman uh, of you and then there were other women that were getting the same experience throughout the night so the men were working real hard and the women were getting worked real hard I mean everyone's working real hard and what I loved hearing was was just like th- what you were talking because this is like a lot of people's fantasy too but. Like when, so Lacey was talking about this gangbang, and I think you were talking about this too, Dan. The person that's doing the fucking is getting a lot of action. Maybe the person that's getting the, you know, getting some oral sex too. But the two dudes with the hand, the hands <laughs> on the cocks are barely getting anything because she's so focused. Like there's so much to focus on. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, so they're getting <laughs> yeah. like some like ah, uh, it's like your brain can't even. My ADHD would take over, <laughs> and that's I'd be like, so much right. going on. No, it, yeah, and the truth of that is, whoever's doing the fucking, the better they're doing, probably the less action the other Correct. three, right? Cause, Correct. Because she yeah. just she kind of loses. Yeah. You know, like the more she loses, you know, the, her sense of where she is yeah, or whatever and, and focuses on getting fucked, the less she's stroking and sucking dick. Yeah. So it's a yeah, real would, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I would be, too. And that's what we teach at Shameless Sex all the time is like presence. Right. We need to be present to feel all the mm-hmm. sensations and show up for our, our partners. So sorry to other two dicks in my hands. But, but yeah, you'll get your you, turn. You'll get a turn. Yeah, you'll get a turn eventually. So if you, everyone just yeah, you'll you definitely need to listen to their podcast. And that's, that was total tangent that I wanted to to say. But and also, again, so speaking to our um our mostly monogamous uh listeners who want to who have fantasies about threesomes um i personally always like the idea of a foursome more than a threesome it's equal number i'm also not bisexual i love the cock and i and i think it was your podcast i was listening to where i was like oh yeah you can have a threesome in a foursome Mm -hmm. where one person just sits out for a little bit where the other three are having fun and then another person sits out and you all take turns sitting mm-hmm. out so you can still have this experience but it's like it, it, there seems to be more like balance in that so that's on my bucket list i'm gonna do that someday uh, anyways so for our listeners we though, have a few parties coming up you can come <laughs> i am yeah, i'm playing out <laughs> you two are hot too i'm pretty sure my partner would be a yes to that so just let me know um, um so okay so for, for our new our listeners who are new and curious for this what are your top tips for people who are brand new to the lifestyle and they really want to dip their toes in? Like the kind of like initial advice about how to get started. Yeah. So, I mean, we have a whole, we could talk for an hour about how to get started. But there, so basically, 
Um, as of now, the swinger lifestyle or the non-monogamous lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, is mostly underground, right? So it's really hard to connect with people. You know, people are like, oh, put a pineapple t-shirt on and, and walk around. Don't put, do that. Put the pineapple upside down. Wait, is this down supposed to be your, upside down? Okay. Yeah, yeah. in your is grocery this a really cart thing? and, and okay. walk around Walmart. Uh, and, well, hold on. Walmart. So <laughs> the upside down pineapple is really a thing, but... My partner has an upside down pineapple shirt he was wearing the other day, and I was like, yo, I think yeah. that's signaling I have a swinger. Oh, oh my god! Tattoo. If you're not watching on TikTok or Instagram or on YouTube, you gotta see. Yeah, I, have one, I have one too. I have one too. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh. So you like swingers for life? That's we all are. We're stuck together. That. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. But if you go to the grocery store and you put a pineapple upside down in your cart and walk through whatever grocery store. People are not going to come up to you, and you would be surprised how many people say that. They're like, "I oh, tried we get messages it." Messages on Instagram all the like, time. I tried it, and nobody, nobody talked don't to me. Really, that's a joke. Like, you don't really do that. I mean, like, people would look at you probably crazy. But now, if we saw you, we might say hi. But we're not going to say hi. Like, hey, let's go back to our house and fuck. We're going to be like, hey, we're both swingers. Ha ha. Way to go. Good job. You know, but not to actually fuck you. Like, that's not what we're going to do. This is 2023. We find couples online. We don't look, and a lot of people say that they're like, well, "How do we find swingers in the wild?" You don't. You get online, you make a profile, and you get you meet people that way. So I guess that would be one of the first steps is to make a profile on a swinger website, and there's there's a bunch of them. Um, even if you're not ready to talk to anybody, I think it's cool to see what other people are into. Like you may see something on there because on swinger profiles, it's very much like. A normal dating profile, but like, right? Naughty. <laughs> so kind of like Facebook. Instead of saying I'm into movies and uh, you know going kayaking, it says I'm into threesomes and uh, DVP. You yeah, know I mean, like it's it's the websites are very specifically meant for um, lifestyle people. So you so pretty much can glance at someone's profile and see everything that they're into. So that is a great place to start. Also, you have to talk about what you're okay with. Um, and most people that start in the lifestyle start with a laundry list of boundaries that they want to stay within. And then as they have experiences, um, they slowly kind of chip those down to a smaller, more reasonable. Um, find a local swingers club. They're out there. A lot of people just don't know they're there. If you're in a tiny town, you're probably not going to have one. But make a weekend out of it go to one that's a few hours away, even if you just watch. I think people think that when you walk through the doors of a swingers club, they're going to make sure that you have sex and you can't be there unless you're having sex. And that is 100% not the case. You can have sex with your partner in a room by yourself while you hear other people have sex. And that in itself is super hot. If you've yeah, been is. in a monogamous relationship for 20 years, just hearing other people have sex is can be like a huge stepping stone to get in the lifestyle. We've had friends that have been around for a year before they actually do a full swap. So uh, there's a lot of steps that you can take to kind of ease your way into this. Wait, so can I pop, what's full, can you tell our listeners what a full swap means in case they don't know? Yeah, so the difference between full swap and soft swap is full swap is everything including penetration. Soft swap is usually hands, oral, like basically everything minus penetration. Okay, okay. got it. Mm -hmm. Well, I, this actually, this conversation helps me feel safe 
er because She's ready for your party. Well, because, <laughs> because I, there have been like the free range swinger thing. I want people to understand the swingers in the wild, as Lacey said. Uh, but like a free range swinger, they're, they're not necessarily just out there waiting for you. So if you're no, no. I've been approached it's, before. People that think I'm a swinger because. And I'm in the sex toy industry. I have a sex mm -hmm. podcast and, and people assume things. And mm -hmm. I, sometimes I feel unsafe in my environment because I, I'm not just walking around as a free range swinger. I want to go to a specific place where I know that other people are going to be into that. So I, I, I can... Uh, dive in full, like head first, it's right? Not, yeah. Yeah. Toe. As she's saying this, there's a chicken on the property. So I, that like walking around, I'm just like thinking of April's <laughs> free range, like like that, yeah. her, her name is Cluck Cluck, like the free range swinger chicken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, so there's lots of misconceptions about swingers. So even like you know, there's vanilla people, which vanilla wait, means hold on, oh, okay, a, a non-lifestyle person. Um, that are afraid like to be around us because they're afraid because we're swingers, we're going to try to fuck their partner or their spouse, right? Just because we're swingers. And it's what you'll realize is swingers are very, um, we're very, we follow boundaries. We follow Calculated. rules. We, we talk about consent. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're very respectful of other people because, you know, in this, there's so much going on in this community that you have to be really uh, cognizant of, of other people's rules and boundaries. And we would never approach a couple that we knew was not interested in swinging and try to, convince them or steal their partner or get them to fuck us some, some other way, right? There's plenty of people that we know that want to fuck us. We don't have to go try to find vanilla people and turn them into lifestyle people. So that's one. And then, yeah, two, uh, lifestyle clubs and stuff, you can 100%, you could go to a lifestyle club, never take your clothes off, never have sex, and just go and just check it out and watch and be in a fun environment. And, you know, we talk to a lot of club owners and event owners, and probably about, they, they tell us about half the people that come to their events Aren't look aren't going to have sex. They're just going because they're in their fifties, and it's really the only place they can go and dance and have fun and kind of let loose and maybe you know take their top off or something like that and dance and party and then go home. There's you know they can't go to a club that in downtown. You know what I mean there's they're not going to go party with a bunch of twenty year olds. But swingers clubs are more their demographic and their type of people, and they just like to go and have fun and they're not fucking anybody. Now the other half of the people probably end up in a playroom at the other end of the, mm -hmm. end of the night having fun. But th these lifestyle clubs, they're fun for everybody. You don't necessarily have to be a full swap, hardcore swinger to go. Okay. I have so many questions about the clubs and things, which maybe mm -hmm. we'll get to if we have time. But I think an important question that comes up, I, I don't consider myself a jealous person. However, things do arise when you're in a sexual mm -hmm. situation. Jealousy can be hot as well. Mm -hmm. However, can also for some folks be difficult to manage this this feeling this emotion that can come up that's that is jealousy it can also get dark it can also be so what do you think how how do you all deal with jealousy in the lifestyle community well of the two of us i would be the more jealous of the two and I think jealousy is okay. It's just a feeling. It's what you do with your jealousy. So if you get jealous about something and you throw a fit and make a scene and yell and scream, that's not okay. But if you go to your partner and say, when you did this, this made me feel this way and communicate and talk about it and figure out, okay, well, if you felt that way, how do we adjust so that the next time we're engaging, you don't have those same feelings that is okay. That's called communication. That's being an adult. Do you do um, that outside I, of the of the, I do uh, the party or do you do it do. during? I do because, it outside. Okay. Okay. I um, if, if I've had cases where maybe I feel a little left out, right? Let's just say that. Maybe he's paying a lot of attention to the other woman. And maybe the guy is maybe really just there for to watch his wife get fucked. So he's kind of only halfway paying attention to me. 
In those cases, I will whisper in his ear and say, I feel a little left out. And as soon as I do that, he is on me because he knows. Or I can even just give him a look. I don't have a very good poker face. So if, if he looks at me, I can usually tell him without telling him. Because we're we're making eye contact throughout this whole experience. Because it's about us. It's not about the other couple. We're going home with each other. So in those cases where I immediately need to tell him something, I can. But in most times that I do feel true like jealousy, I will wait until we go home or the next day and have those conversations because I don't want to quit being a swinger. I'm in this and I just want to fix it. So that way going forward, I don't have those problems. Yeah. And Dan, what, what about for you? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say what we found and you know, jealousy, Lacey touched on it. It's just a human emotion. Right. And and we get all the time like, well, swinging makes you jealous. And why do you do it? Right. And, and that's to me, it's like, well, that's just another emotion, just like anger. Right. Like, you and know, monogamous I, people feel right. jealousy. I was Everybody jealous. Monogamous. Yeah. yeah. You know, my you're jealous play. of Margot Robbie being so hot on the big <laughs> screen. I'm like, damn. Same. I get jealous <laughs> of how much my dog likes my partner more than me. Oh. Um, <laughs> right. You know, my, my kids play video games and, and they get angry during the video games all the freaking time. Right. And I, I don't go to them and say, well, why do you play video games? If it makes you angry, you should quit. You know, these are just emotions that you have to deal with and you have to develop ways to to cope with them that are you know, appropriate, adult-like, like, like Lacey said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so we experience them. And what we've, you know, through communication and kind of dealing with the, these jealousy issues that have rose over the years, a lot of what we realize is generally a, a jealousy comes from an insecurity within ourselves, right? It's I feel threatened by what's ever happening or I think that guy has better abs or a bigger dick or is, is hotter than I am. And so because of that, that my insecurities make me feel jealous. And a lot of times when that happens, it's just, you know, expressing that you feel that way, um, your partner, you know, making you feel secure in whatever has happened or, you know, doing something that makes you feel more secure. And then you just you just move on and move through it. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of self growth in that. And because once you Mm kind of can realize, oh, wait, I don't feel jealous because that guy's an asshole and is doing something he shouldn't be doing. I feel jealous because he's got six pack abs and I don't, you know what I mean? And well, what can I do about that? You know, maybe I should start going to the gym more, you know, like there, there's, there is growth, you know, self growth within that process. I love that, Dan. Way to be. Way to <laughs> yeah. take accountability yeah. for yourself and your emotions. And Lacey, you too. I think that's great. I this like is... the I like the video game analogy too because too. I think people really get caught up in in these emotions. And like I've talked to people about non monogamy before. Somebody doesn't identify as fully monogamous. That I've talked to people like I could never do that. I'm too jealous. And I was like. Yes, I, you know, you do you. I'm not going to convince you, mm-hmm. it, 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 but like, you know, jealousy is, is we all we all are jealous. We all feel jealousy. But mm-hmm. some people, I think it's more, maybe more, I would say more challenging. It's challenging for everyone. When you feel it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's just having the skill and practice in managing it. And one thing my partner does with his jealousy is a, new, a newer thing he's been doing is like, tr- like April said, jealousy can be hot, right? Yes. Transmuting mm-hmm. it into like, okay, I'm jealous, but now like I'm going to transmute into like, oh, I'm going to fuck you real good tonight with this, that, with this energy, you know, something mm-hmm. like that, you know, and then we can play with the like, you're mine, you know, or like I played with it with him, with his, some of his other experiences play, meaning like emotionally or mentally played with kind of joking about the other women that he's been with, like they can taste, but they can't have, you know, things like that, you know, like the, and, and like, so that can make it fun and, mm-hmm. and also sex. 
Time for a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors who just so happens to be our absolute favorite lube, UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant and it enhances intimacy. It's there when you want it and it blends in when you're done with it. So you have control over that lube. It's long lasting and leaves the skin extra velvety. And honestly, y'all, I want it all over my body. Thousands of doctors in the U.S. are recommending UberLube to their patients. It's body-friendly, less likely to change the pH, and it has vitamin E, so it feels extra moisturizing. There's a reason why we've been a fan of UberLube for years. There's no flavor or scent. It's even great for oral sex, everyone. But it's not just great for sex. You can use it for massage, your hair. You can prevent chafing. It even brings out the colors of your beautiful tattoos. And the bottle is absolutely gorgeous. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it anywhere shamelessly for easy access. Just go to uberlube.com and use the discount code SHAMELESS10 to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS10 for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by OMGS.com. Join over 1 million people who are experiencing more pleasure with OMGS. They take scientific research of thousands of vulva owners showing techniques to pleasure that pussy. They turn this research into tasteful educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Want to take your orgasms from good to out of this world? Then check out OMGS. Or if you're a vulva lover and want to up your pussy pleasuring skills, then you need to check out OMGS. I've personally been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's completely changed their lives. They have three seasons, external pleasure, internal pleasure, and sex toys. It's not a subscription service, and you don't need to download a thing. OMGS also makes a fabulous gift, and your purchase supports more pleasure research. So just go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. The link is in the episode's description. I think biologically, we do to, to help be attracted, especially in long-term relationships. Jealousy is a pivotal piece of mm-hmm. staying attracted to your partners over time. And that is something that I, I, I read the other day. And we, I think Amy and I were talking about that not too long ago off the air and how jealousy, yes, it can be sexy. It can be hard, especially if you've been cheated on or mm-hmm. you've been in a relationship that the trust was broken and that you're trying to rebuild that with your partner. Yes, and like I jealousy think, needs, the healthy jealousy needs trust. Yes, right. it needs the trust yeah. basis. Yeah. And I think that's something that if you're a swinger, you probably need that to be really, really apparent in your relationship and also mm-hmm. to work with it if it comes up. And I think outside of the the situation, if it's a party or a club would be the most intelligent because you don't want to have yeah. a scene. You're like naked and you're like yeah. pointing a dildo at someone, yeah. slapping them up with a dildo. Don't do that. Come on. Yeah, There's always one couple that you see in the corner that are yeah, heavy. It happens. Yeah. And it's, it's learning, right? It's, you know, I'm sure people, so for, for the people who are listening, who maybe get started on this or want to get started to know that 
Like it might be kind of wonky in the beginning, and don't we like just like as is with sex in general. Mm-hmm. Like don't expect everything to be perfect sunshine and rainbows from the beginning. Or communication, you know, it's like it's all a practice. And the more and and through challenging experiences, we can learn with communication, like you all are talking about, mm-hmm. how to do it better next time. I also yeah. love that you don't have to go to these parties thinking that. You have to have sex, right? Correct. You have to. You have to do a swap, soft mm-hmm. or hard, or or what did you do? Wait, full, full, full and soft, full yeah. or soft yeah. swap. Yeah, because that would make me feel a little bit more comfortable going in to be like, I can just slowly immerse yeah. myself in the situation, yeah. and it actually ma- makes me more turned on to yeah. to the lifestyle because I don't identify as someone that that I I don't want to be married i have a partner and we're monogamous but i don't want to be that way forever i'm like yeah. i want to but we're building our trust bubble mm-hmm. again the trust tree you know like uh yeah. the fuckers like the trust <laughs> the trust tr- circle so uh we're rebuilding that after some you know some some turmoil so that being said you all are helping me shift my brain so thank you for that so you're welcome. welcome yeah there's I'm so good. many steps i don't think people realize it i think they think you walk into the swinger club and you have to have sex i mean just dancing with another couple could be erotic in itself if you've not like i said if you've been with the same couple for same person forever you know you could dance with somebody just kissing somebody go home talk about it how did that make you feel did it make you feel jealous do you feel comfortable and then the next time maybe you there's some touching i mean there's so many steps you could even share a room with a couple and you have sex with your spouse on one bed and they have sex with their spouse on another bed and you kind of watch each other which is called parallel play that is hot like just being in the room with somebody or let them watch you and you watch them. There's so many steps between walking through the doors or making an online profile and fully swapping. And I think what we see on TV is everybody just hops in the bed and they're fucking. And there's so many steps between there. And we always try to tell couples to go slow. You can always add a little more. It's super hard when you jump in like the first night. Um, because once you've ripped that Band-Aid off, it's off. I'd rather you take it slow. Now, do we have friends that fucked somebody on their first time walking into a swinger club? Yeah. Did it work? Yes. And it can. But what if it doesn't? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have repair and cleanup yeah. and all those pieces. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's like our one of our taglines here is go slower than slow and slower mm-hmm. than that. And more so with touch, but also with making big decisions like mm-hmm. being intimate with other people you know like why not take your time to to dip your or like you know, if i didn't know how to swim i'm not gonna jump into the deep end i'm going to yeah. the kiddie exactly. pool <laughs> so, yeah. mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna make no, my it, way to the deep end and learn to swim yeah and you touched on something else you know having that strong foundation in your relationship before you try something like this because what we see a lot in the lifestyle is i think couples are struggling um, connecting with each other sexually and things like that. And so they, they kind of turn to the lifestyle as like, oh, we don't have a good sex life or we're struggling with our relationship for, you know, any amounts of reasons. So like, let's go to a swingers club and that's going to re you know, that's going to re spark our relationship and it's going to fix all of our problems. And uh, I think that's, you know, it's along the lines of like, let's have a baby to save our marriage. I was like, just gonna say, ter- that seems it's a yeah. terrible yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible idea. And it's, it's, it's anything, you know, if anything, this lifestyle is going to expose all the weaknesses mm-hmm. in your relationship. Um, and certainly not fix them. Yeah, get, yeah. Work, work on the. Our marriage is terrible. Let's, let's have a baby. Let's have a gangbang. <laughs> Yay! 
it happens. And as soon as they start drinking, like oh, the yeah. truth comes oh, out. And the start truth talking shit about each other. And oh like, yeah, what, and then also like here? managing emotions gets a little that more tricky. That also can suck mm. everyone else into the energy, which isn't good sexy mm -hmm. energy. If you're gonna yeah. bring your drama of your relationship, go get a therapist mm -hmm. and then explore yeah. what mm -hmm. you are into Do because that that's actually quite rude. If I was like at I don't want to be anyone's therapist. I'm trying to get sexy in the lifestyle community. Mm -hmm. No, bro. I probably it. would like it. I'd be like, let me yeah, have you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what? Just oh my God, let my titties right that's now. Tell me It'll about. It'll be great. Tell me about your childhood trauma. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. We we, uh, we're, we have to wrap up soon, and we want to know, know more about your podcast. But we have one other question before we learn more about your podcast. That we, I mean, obviously, we've been talking about your podcast. But <laughs> have you uh, received backlash about going public, about being in the lifestyle? And then, do you have any advice for someone who's kind of closeted or a couple who's closeted and they're in the lifestyle or non-monogamous of some sort and they're afraid to come out like what would you say to those do people? you mean like coming public with our family our jobs stuff like that is yeah, that what you mean? yes like i mean i mean We've i interviewed I, other lifestyle folks that use um pseudonyms yeah. and and don't reveal their what they what they look like and my guess yeah. is you pick and choose who you tell but you right. all have a podcast and you're pretty public right and so so yeah. like th there's that but do you did you have any issues with that and then w what would you say to people who want to be more honest with some people in the outside world but are afraid to yeah so we never really intended to go public we were always private um until dan was like hey let's make a tiktok and we did in the third video hit 11 million views and it was over. Nice. Everybody knew everybody in my family, everybody in my town. Um, Cause I'm from the South. If you can't hear tell by my <laughs> voice, I'm from the South. So I'm grew up in the same area, lived here my whole life. And it was hard for me as a woman. Um, now I had never publicly said I'm bisexual, never even said it out of my mouth. And now everybody knows in my, you know, in my town, um, I've had people like, I don't work anymore, but at the time I was working, they sent everything to HR, oh screenshots, they had open investigation. There has been backlash. Yes, there has. I have a child, my ex-husband, so like there's backlash there, especially for me. I think I've had the bulk of the backlash because I think just my town and being a female, but you know, at the end of the day, it's all been worth it. I wouldn't change what I went through. Um, I can go out of my house and wear a upside down pineapple shirt and hold my head up high because I'm proud of who I am. And I'm, there is such an amazing feeling to know that I can just be truly authentically myself and people are going to love me or hate me, but at least they're, they know the truth about me. It's not a false person that I've kind of presented to them. My family has been nothing short of wonderful. They're super supportive. My dad wears a podcast hat. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, so I've been we've both been very fortunate with our families. Um, but yeah, there has been backlash. There Did has HR do anything to you, Lacey? Did you get like you didn't so, get fired. That would be I, a total bullshit. And so they I would lose in court. So I don't know no. what you did. You don't have to say it either, but I just was No, no, curious. no, it's fine. So they um, they did reach out. They had opened an investigation to determine, because it was essentially saying that I was promoting myself, like that I was working with the company and while swinging and doing stuff, which is not true. And so they opened an investigation and told me, no, that, that was not true, but they did have to let me know that they had to investigate it. And 
so no, I wasn't fired, but after that point, they rode my ass like crazy. So every time I clocked right. in a minute late or I had teams oh, on my phone, if my, my mouse didn't move for five minutes, where are you? What are you doing? And so I'm swinging right now yeah. and I'm yes, going to, right. I'm actually going to be on video soon. Okay. Yes, How's yes. that for taking it to work? Just kidding. <laughs> she never did that. Everyone. Yes. Yeah. So eventually we parted ways because it just was a toxic work environment. Um, and, and it was probably for the better because now we're doing this full time. And so it's, I'm super grateful. So my advice to anyone before I send it over to Dan is it feels fucking amazing being out and proud and myself. And I would not put it back in if I had the option. It's and haters, awesome. haters might hate. Like, I mean, not everyone loves us, even no matter what. Like, I'm yeah. not everyone's cup of tea just as a human. Me either. So, yeah. like, if I make you uncomfortable and I'm like, I am a swinger, and you're like, oh, okay, I don't want to be a friend anymore, then you're ah, lost, and I'm in the process. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm yeah I figured I wouldn't, like, they were only my friend for a fake version of me, yeah, right? So, I don't want that. them to be my friend anyway, if that's, yeah. if that's how they're going to choose. So, yeah, that's kind of my point. Yeah, so I, I guess I'll kind of address the second half of your, your <laughs> question while still kind of addressing this a little bit, because I think they are tied together uh you know is there backlash for being public as, as a swinger a absolutely yeah. there is um the people have lost their jobs people have lost their children or had to deal with uh custody cases um we have friends who judges have signed emergency uh orders and had children taken out of the home simply because ex-spouses showed some screenshots of some tiktoks to a judge and that oh was enough to, to get an uh an ex parte order which is essentially an emergency order to take children out of the house so there are real um there, there still are real life um you know morality risks, clause. Risks. Yeah. Um, lots of jobs have morality clauses and um there are some you know lots still states out there that you know they don't have to give them a reason or excuse to fire you they're you know an at-will state and they can fire you for any any reason so you know being a swinger could be one of those reasons so unlike other groups um there is no there are no laws on the, the books that protect non-monogamous people from being discriminated against it doesn't, doesn't exist now uh, there's one state mass or one city in Massachusetts that just passed an order um, that protects multi-families or polyamory or, you know, oh, multi-parent awesome. families from discrimination. So um, it's the first state in the country to do that. And that, that just happened here a couple months ago in Massachusetts. And so uh, there are groups out there that are working uh, on legislation to help protect, um, you know, non-monogamous partners and, and, and families, uh, polyamorous and swingers, um, from that type of discrimination. But it, it, as of right now, for the, the vast majority of the country, there, there are no protections for our community, so to speak. So that goes to my second point, you know, should more people open up about it? Uh, I think each person that's considering that needs to kind of do a, a self-evaluation. You know, what is the risk to you if you if you were working a job or you think, you know, that you're not protected and you could likely lose that job? I mean, you, you have to make that kind of risk assessment before you can go open, uh, be open about about your lifestyle. And, and I think everybody would have to look at themselves and kind of have that risk assessment themselves. But saying that, I think if we want to really change things for our community, right, if we want to help normalize this, if we want to be able to pass legislation and change things so that if you're a swinger and you want to talk about being a swinger, you can do that and not have to worry about losing your children or getting fired or, you know, potentially losing housing um, and things like that. More people have to be open. More people have to talk about it. More people have to be public. We have to show the world that, hey, we're not a bunch of 70s porn stars with mustaches pulling keys out of a, a bowl, <laughs> uh, that we're just real people. And we follow consent. We get screened for STDs. We uh, have tough conversations about jealousy. And, uh, you know, we're just open-minded people who like 
having sex and we're, we're in a community where it's okay to talk about those things and it's okay to explore those things. And we can sit in a group of our friends and be like, you know, what would be hot as if, you know, you two got on two of those dicks at the same time and did that. You know what I mean? Like that's just fun. It's just good fun. Right. Yeah. I like your friends. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. consenting to it. And it, it's really a great community of, of open-minded people. Swingers are some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Um, you know, they're, they're open to every skin color, every race, every religion, every, you know, they don't care who you voted for last week. They just want to connect with authentic people and, and explore their sexuality together. That's, that's really what the lifestyle is all about. And I guess kind of the cool part of it being an underground is we usually don't ask the questions of what, what is your job or who mm-hmm. did you vote for? Or what, Small talk you know, yeah. How yeah. much money did you make yeah. or no. what car do you drive? We just want to fuck. Right? You're yeah. just in the club yeah. and you're getting to know people for their, their authentic self as a person and not so much, you know, all the rest of that. That's funny. Lacey said, we, you just want to fuck and you're like, yeah. we want to get to know the authentic. Yeah. 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 That's authentic, right? Your relationship style has nothing to do with how you parent or how you work. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the thing that blows right. my mind. How mm-hmm. the fuck, unless you're a politician, which I still don't give a fuck if it's <laughs> consensual, it's like, Hey, if I you might see that judge at the next swinger I club. Better country no, than you swinger would, politician, swinger presidents who are like no, actually you happy would be having surprised sex. How many people we see at swinger parties? I mean, especially uh, first responders, so police, firemen, nurses, um, a lot of teachers. We've had pastors, senators. I mean, you would be shocked the people that are swingers, and nobody knows. I think people think this is like that one creepy guy or creepy couple down the road, but it's literally your next door neighbors <laughs> or your kids' teachers. You would be so shocked at who it is. And they're still great humans. And they're and still, they're still great humans. Yeah. They can yeah. still do work outside that. So thank you both for being so uh, open and mm-hmm. public about your lifestyle, your relationship style, right? And mm-hmm. I think educating people on that. And and I think there is, there is a, a, a better way to do it. And I think the consent piece since you had mentioned it many times, is going to be the biggest piece of that. But that's with any any sort of sexual activities that you're you're going to do, right? It, that's that's part of of kissing someone, uh, whether or not you're a swinger or not. So, um, thank you for 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 being open and for talking to us about that. Will you tell our folks more about your podcast, the Swing Nation podcast, please? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're if you're interested, you know, the Swing Nation podcast is basically conversations like we just had. We talk a lot about swinging. We dive deep into some, into some of these issues about jealousy and STDs. We have other experts come on. We have doctors. We have uh, counselors. We have people come and talk about, you know, all these, you know, we're not experts in anything, but we like to talk to experts about a lot of the, especially a lot of the sexual health stuff and things like that. Uh, and it's just it's just open and honest conversations. And then mixed in there, we, we tell our stories, right? So we go to a lot of events and clubs and things like that. Um, so we'll tell the stories of, hey, we went to this club and we did this thing with our friends and we'll talk about gangbangs and orgies and, and threesomes <laughs> and um, unicorns yeah. and, and all those things. So we kind of try to mix in our sexy stories in with all the educational stuff. And, and that's really our podcast. And if, and if people are interested in that, then wanna, you can search The Swing Nation anywhere you listen to podcasts or go over to theswingnation.net. Um, we're on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, what's the new one? Threads. We just we just opened a Threads, Threads account. Are you guys on there? Yeah. Yes, Paige just uh, hooked us up. Oh, Thank you, did? Paige. Yeah. Oh. Remember that's why <laughs> the, the number is. Oh, oh. awesome. We have a Threads yeah. account too, and we're going to be on your show. Yeah, we're going to be on our show. Yes, yeah. we're yes. doing back to back. 
Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're doing soft swap right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say we're swapping. Yeah, we're swapping. <laughs> but I was also just what you just shared too. Like it's like you're very similar to Shameless Sex. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we we share either personal stories and bring in the humor and the play and bring in a whole bunch of other people because we we don't know everything. And but mm-hmm. yours just has the swinging the, the lifestyle focus. Mm-hmm. So love y'all already and can't wait to guest on your show. It's so happy to have you on our show. You you two are fucking awesome. Yeah, oh, it's funny you. that you said that because Lacey asked me, she's like, so what is their podcast about? I'm like, it's basically our podcast, just not just about non-monogamy. It's about just <laughs> yeah. sex, just sex yeah. in general, yeah. but it's basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> it's shameless sex and all sorts of avenues. Sometimes we, we might not, uh, there might be guests on our show that we interview that we might not be into what they're into. However, it's what the world is our oyster. Yeah. It's what people want to know about all mm-hmm. the different options. And you can skip over that episode. And yes, when you were describing the Swing Nation podcast, I was like, that's dope. That's mm-hmm. something that is is great. How can people find you and work with you? Or oh, you just said it. Oh. Oh, but remind us. No, the swing it's the swing nation podcast.net. And then but can they work with you? Do you do <laughs> one on ones? Uh or can two I, on can threes? I, yeah, oh. can we have to pay you to have sex with you. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's the swing nation.net. So just the swing nation.net. And then, uh, yeah, if you want to connect with us, uh, we're on all social media. We don't do any like um, life coaching or we, we haven't done okay. any of that kind of one-on-one connection. Um, we do get a lot of requests. But yeah. we do have a Discord server. And I think we have over 30,000 people in there nice. now. Awesome. Um, and we have a, there's a bunch of um, like there's leadership within there. So there's there's uh, a room for any subject you could ask about in the, in the non-monogamy space. Uh, and there's a bunch of people in there that are putting out good information that can definitely answer your questions. There's like so, a Harry Potter we do have room. a Harry Potter room, yeah. That's like a dog and cat's <laughs> room. The weird yeah. thing is, is the person that wrote that is yeah. what? What? Jade? What is her name? She's using. She hates Discord because, and she's like transphobic and stuff. But maybe she changed it to Harry. Harry, Harry Pooter. Harry Pooter. Yeah. yeah. Wizard. Wiz- oh. <laughs> Dan yeah, pissed him all off when we went to Universal and he called it Wizard Land. Yeah, I said we went to Wizard World and the Harry Potter people didn't like that. But oh, <laughs> sorry, Harry Potter people. Yeah. Oh, I used to be able to see the Harry Potter uh, that um, attraction from my yeah. house in North Hollywood. I could oh, see wow. the top of it where they built it because I lived in that three-story okay. townhome. Mm-hmm. And when they were building it, also I'm like, oh my gosh, I could see Harry Pooter. Well, well, whatever it's called. Muggle. What is yeah. it called? I don't Muggle Land. I, I never. I don't fucking Wizard know. Wizard World. I, yeah. yeah. Wizard World. So that's going to make people excited. I, but I'm so excited to have all of this information because I really do have more confidence about moving forward if I wanted to pursue the lifestyle world. And I think, not the wizard world, but the lifestyle. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think there's a lot of magic within that. I'm not trying to do wizardry here, but I think that the way y'all described it is comforting. And there's, there's tons of resources out there for any of you listening. Go check out the Swing Nation podcast, obviously, wherever you can listen to podcasts. And uh, Shameless Sex will be on there soon. And Dan and Lacey, thank you so much for being upside down hot pineapples. Yeah. Thank and you. Thanks for having Thanks. us on. We really, we, we admire you guys and appreciate oh. you taking the time to Well, we're kind of uh-huh. loving you interview. now, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, I mean, you know, yeah. if we you want to come out and do something, oh, I'm, I'm let us know. Out. You got some I, pineapple Don't tempt Amy with a good time. I'm constantly talking anyway. Get in a ticket Or come out and do nothing. You can still me either way. Yeah. I'm going to feel my way into it. I might be a voyeur. I might just voyeur my way in there. But I'm not the creepy voyeur. I will, I'll be like cheerleading. You can ask consent. You're like, hey, can I watch you? That's good. There you go. Perfect. I might yeah. be creepy voyeur from the corner. 
Um, I'm not, I just got disinvited, everyone. Uh, no, so, no. So to all of our listeners, though, thank you for tuning in every Tuesday to Shameless Sex. Remember, you can also check us out on YouTube. We are on YouTubing the YouTube uh, for a long time now. So you can see our faces as we speak to you in your ears. And sometimes that can be nice just for relatability reasons. You can see the beautiful Lacey and the gorgeous Dan uh, and their um, their beautiful beautiful backdrop which they have a I'm they're like one upping our motherfucking life. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, mean, yeah. I need a bigger budget for our new neon. So <laughs> um please if you haven't done so go and rate us on Spotify, rate us on iTunes. Remember this is a free resource for you. That's right, it's free. So we it is free because of our advertisers. If you just go ahead and buy the stuff that Amy and I hand select because we get a lot of offers and we turn down a lot of advertisers. So the we stuff picky. that we have, we're only talking food. about things that we really are passionate about. That we about. use, yeah. that we love, yeah. that we, that we enjoy. Yeah. So, so keep the podcast free by supporting yes. our advertisers. And we want all the stars. I want all the five, we want stars. five stars. We and read everyone. Amy reads everyone. I she do. filters out the really mean ones. Get sad so don't be mean. That's <laughs> the thing. And also how you want to be treated. Like Lacey said, and follow <laughs> us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram and follow the swing nation podcast too, and because they have some really awesome content as well. They do. And yes, she the gangbang content. I'm gonna go check that out now. And we're at the we're at Shameless Sex Podcast and all of the handles. All right, y'all. We will see you next Tuesday. Ah, ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com and for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code Shameless Sex at purepleasureshop.com.